Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies, we have a special guest today, Megan Watley. Megan is a life coach and certified counselor and is the owner of the Beautiful Movement subscription box for Christian teen girls, and we will get into that a little bit later. All right, Megan, we are so excited to have you join us this week. Can you tell us something fun about yourself that most people don't know about you? So something fun about myself is that I actually enjoy Legos, (laughs) and this is a new hobby that I discovered maybe two or three years ago. So the most recent thing that I made was this bouquet of flowers on my desk, which is amazing because they're beautiful and I never have to water them. So love doing that. That's awesome. So do you ever come up with your own creations or do you usually do like what's on the box? (laughs) I do what's on the box. I stick to it. I'm a rule follower (laughs) and I love organization and lists. So I love that it tells you step by step what to do. That's awesome. That's probably me too. (laughs) All right. So next question, what is your favorite song to worship to right now? My favorite song to worship to right now is Alpha and Omega by Brian and Kate Perwalt. And I love the lyrics. They say, you are good. It is your nature. So it just helps me to remember the true nature of God, which, you know, he's kind and loving and and that everything he does is good. And one of the verses mentions, my soul will never forget the days that he never left. So the whole song is just, you know, it takes me back to who God is and what he's done in my life. Well, that's awesome. I've never heard of that song. So what is a verse that is speaking to you right now? I feel like it changes weekly, (laughs) but this week or today, what's been speaking to me is Ephesians 3.20. And it says, now to him who is able to do it immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. It just reminds me and encourages me to dream big because the Lord wants good things for us. I love that. And I love that even though we dream big, God says, I have bigger. I'm like, are you crazy? Like, (laughs) this is so crazy. Like, this dream is just crazy. This vision that I have is crazy. But God's like, oh, that's nothing compared to what I have. (laughs) And I'm also glad he doesn't share the big picture with us because we could be so intimidated and think, oh, gosh, I could never do that. And then we just want to throw our hands up and give up. But it's also frustrating when we have the big dream and not know all all the details, you know, so... I guess that's where faith comes in. (laughs) We have to trust God that he is good. And uh, yeah, absolutely. If if you would have told me when I was a teenager that I was going to be leading a podcast, I would have been like, oh, you're funny. (laughs) That would never happen. I was that painfully shy girl that always hid in the corner. So I'm like, okay, this is only God that I'm here today. (laughs) I love that. All right. Can you give me a quick version about who Megan is and how she got to be where she is today? Okay. Yes. So 
quick version. My parents divorced when I was in second grade, and my mom actually raised me as a single mom, and we went to church every single time the doors were open, so Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, revivals, everything in between. And due to that, at a very young age, I fell in love with God and the church. Really got plugged in, especially with the church's youth group. I feel like a lot of who I am came from those years of whenever I was a teenager and going to youth group. That's awesome. I so love it. So you recently started a new business and I would love for you to share a little bit more about that with these girls because it's something that could really bless them. Yeah. So the beautiful movement, I was sitting at my kitchen table, just pouring my heart out to God, like, what is my purpose? And he downloaded a vision for the beautiful movement, which is a monthly subscription box. As I sat there at the kitchen table, realizing, hey, having a subscription box business would give me the opportunity to reach through God, you know, more girls and make an impact on the lives of people all over the United States to help them grow closer to God and remind them of their beauty. And each month has a different theme with four to six gifts that match the theme, plus a moment with Megan video where I do a video lesson on the theme of the month. That's so exciting. I love what you're doing because it just, you get something in the mail that just encourages you in the Lord. Did you have a message on your heart that you wanted to share with these girls today? So the message I have for the girls is that you are no accident and that you were created on purpose and for a purpose. And Psalm 139, 13 through 14 says it perfectly. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So if we really break that down. I know it sounds so simple, but God says he knit us together in our mother's womb. So like the process of knitting, I don't know if, if anyone's ever knitted before, but it can be tedious and it's intentional. So when the Lord created you, he is so intentional. And a lot of times as girls, we can be negative about who we are, whether it's maybe our character or, or you know, course appearance. But I had to realize the Lord showed me this to speak negatively of myself was to speak negatively of God because scripture says that we are made in his image. So when we say mean things about ourselves, we're saying mean things about who God created us. And he says we're a masterpiece. And so he takes pride and joy in who we are. And I can't imagine to have this beautiful masterpiece that I made and then, you know, someone critique it and think it's ugly and not good enough when I poured my entire heart into it. You truly are fearfully and wonderfully made, and we can be whole and complete in Christ. When we're looking for friendships or relationships, we have to be careful not to find someone that we say, oh, they complete us. No, no one was intended to complete us except for Christ. So when we look for relationships, especially, it's to complement who we already are. Yeah, it's so good. And it's so true. I mean, I love that, you know, Jesus, when he's on the cross, he says, it is finished. And he's saying it's complete. And so everything that we would ever need to complete us is in Christ. So many times as teens, it's easy to get your identity off of your friends or your relationships. I've seen this over and over again. I've been in youth ministry for over 20 years. And I have seen where like two teens are dating and they're dating for several years. They break up and then like they are gone. You never see them again. They're no longer walking with God. They've completely turned their backs on God because they were getting their identity from each other. It's such a dangerous place to be because 
we're not getting our identity. We're not getting who we are based off of God. We're getting it based off of others who are around us. And it doesn't ever lead to a good place. Yeah. So I feel like in certain seasons of my life, I did seek out boys to fill a void. If I was single, I would have my other friends who were dating. And I thought, what's wrong with me? Because I'm still single. And, you know, maybe I'm not whole and complete because I don't have, you know, someone to complete me. And realizing that I'm enough, just who I am, single Megan, (laughs) I don't have to have a boy to change my value or to change my identity and just not be so wrapped up in that and finding my identity, like you said, in Christ. And then also in college, it was really challenging for me majoring in psychology. All my professors told us the first day of class, like, Hey, I'm atheist. And the whole semester, they would just pour their point of view on us and make fun of Christians. And as a Christian, you know, I would stand up like if they raise my hand, if they're like, are there any Christians in the room? Of course, I'm not just going to keep my hand down. And because of that, I got picked on, made fun of, And it was just one thing after another, I got so beat up. And after a while, I started just sitting at home and like crying before class and having to call my mom. Like, I don't know if I can handle going to class today and getting made fun of again for being a Christian. And then the professors would say, you know, if God is such a just God, how come he allowed A, B, C, and D? And these, these points of view that I had never really thought of before being raised in church caused me to really go home and rediscover like, why do I believe what I believe? Is God real? I questioned everything. Like how would God allow the things that my professor was saying that I know happened in the Bible? And like I said, having to figure out, is God truly real? It's crazy that I actually got to that point of questioning, but it was because of what I was exposed to every single day. And it's so important. What and who we surround ourselves with, you become like the three to five people around you. You know, it's so important who your closest friends are. And being in college can be tricky when you're sitting under professors and you're trying to get a degree. So through that period of me questioning, oh gosh, have I lived my life as a Christian up until now and God's not real? That took some time for me to work through, but it made me stronger in who I am because Every time I go back to when professors would say, you know, God's not real or Jesus isn't real, I go back to the place of who has he been to me in my experience, because no one can take my experience away. I might not have all the head knowledge, knowing like (laughs) all the biblical stuff, but I have had many, many experiences with God, the the tangible presence of the Lord that I know no professor (laughs) or atheist could take away from me. You know, now you can't tell me that God's not real. 4% of this generation right now believes in the Bible, like literally believes the Bible is the truth of God's word, only 4%. And so these girls are bombarded, even in high school, in middle school, they're bombarded with the same things that we were in college, where we were sitting under those professors. I went to a state college, so it was not a Christian college, and I experienced the same things. I was a psychology major as well, and psychology is not really a Christian <laughs> it, it's, it's just not. You're surrounded with a lot of people who don't believe in God. But these girls are experiencing that now, like where they're at. I'm sure the majority of them have friends or people around them that are saying those exact same things. And so I think this is really key to you know becoming stronger in their walk with God and 
How do they grow in that identity? How do they know that God is real? And so if you will just share just a little bit about how you came into that transition, what were the things that you did? There comes a time in everybody's life, especially if you grew up as a Christian, where you have to make the decision that it is yours. Because, you know, when we're kids, we grow up, we're living off of our parents' faith, especially if they're Christians. And then that time, there's that time in the teenage years where we have to make that decision. Is it mine or is it my parents? And so we all question those things. That is absolutely normal to question whether or not God is real. <laughs> that is absolutely normal. And so, and it actually leads us, like Megan was saying, to a place where we're stronger in our walk with God. If we seek him and we seek if he's real, like as we're seeking God and we're talking, okay, God, show me, show me in your word, how you're real. Show me in my life, how you're real. And so I would love to just hear that from you, Megan. Like, what are some of the things that you did as you were searching? Honestly, it was, of course, spending time with God alone and having that prayer time and digging into God's word. But a lot of it came through talking to my Christian roommates and my mom and, you know, other Christians and processing, what does this scripture mean? I've never been faced with these questions before what is the true interpretation of this and having other people around me to encourage me played a huge role, but also to work through those unanswered questions. What it boils down to, if you think about Christianity, it's all about faith, (laughs) things that we cannot see. So there's going to be some gray areas in the Bible that we're not going to always understand. So I had to accept, you know what? I might not understand these few points here, but I know the experience that I've had. And again, no one can take that away. So it was digging into God's word and praying, having worship. You know, I'm a huge worship fan and that's when I connect the most with God. So it was like to tell me, especially in those moments of me having praise and worship in my room or, you know, in the car, like that's not fake and you can't make that up. So even if someone says, hey, God's not real, that doesn't ruffle me, you know, ruffle my feathers, if you want to say it. Like, that doesn't make me question, like, oh, gosh, God's not real. I'm at that place where it's so, I'm so firm in my faith and that no one can take that away from me now. Yeah, I love that. And there are so many experiences. I think if we all sit back and think about it and we recount those times of how God has come through for us, like in those times, we're like, how is it even going to be possible? And, and he does. And it's just absolutely incredible. You, you're right. You can't take that away. You know, like for me, you know, if I, if I grabbed a cookbook and I made the recipe and, you know, I, I cooked with it and I, it came out to be like, say, say I was making like pizza. I don't know. <laughs> and I used a recipe to make this pizza and I'd never made it before. And it comes out as a pizza. Yeah, it works. <laughs> and so it's the same thing with the Bible. As we apply it to our life, as we act on the principles of the Bible, as we believe the things that God tells us is truth, you'll see in your life that your life will reflect that truth because it, God's word is alive. It's powerful. It's active. And I love that we can count on it. Like it is, it is the truth. <laughs> I lived both lives. I lived a life of not being a Christian. You know, the first 18 years of my life, I wasn't a Christian. And I know what life was like without God. And I know what it's like with God. And let me tell you, he's real. <laughs> yeah, I well, love if that. I would have had friends that didn't believe in God. And then I'm coming home after school and saying, Hey, my professor said this, and he was making fun of Christians because we believe this, this, and this, like, what do you think about this? You know, I would have gotten more negative feedback 
And that might've influenced me even more. So again, it's so important who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I also do want to mention just real quick, one question that many, many people have that turn people away from God is why do bad things happen and why does God allow them to happen? So if you are asking that question and you're listening to this episode, I want to encourage you to go back to season one of the Uncommon Team podcast and listen to episodes 16, 17, and 18. I answer, why did God allow this to happen to me? God doesn't cause bad things to happen, but why does he allow them? And then I also answer the question, how do we know that we can trust the Bible? And so those are three big questions that a lot of people have today. So if you have those questions, I encourage you go back and listen to those episodes. It's season one, episodes 16, 17, and 18. So go back and listen to those. They will absolutely change your life. (laughs) All right. So Megan, it was so good to talk to you today. So many valuable things that you shared with us today. Can you share with us how these girls can connect with you, how they can learn more about the subscription box that you have for teen girls? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on Instagram as the underscore beautiful underscore movement. And then if you want to email me, you're welcome to do that at hello at jointhebeautifulmovement.com. I love it. So do you have a website for them to go check out? So it is jointhebeautifulmovement.com. I love it. Thank you again for sharing with us today. Oh my goodness. So many great things that you had to share with us. I love that you shared with us, you know, really from your heart and who you are and how you came to be where you are today. I just love your heart for teen girls. Such a blessing to have you on today. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. All right, ladies. I hope this episode really helped you this week. Now it is that time where I want you to repeat after me, but I really want you to believe it from your heart as you say it. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, one quick announcement before we head out. As you're listening to these podcasts each week, if you have ideas for topics that you want me to talk about, I would love if you would go to the Uncommon Teen app. You can download that app at www.uncommonteenapp.com and click on the tab that says Connect with Jamie and let me know what you would love for me to talk about as we do these podcast episodes because I want more than anything to be a blessing to you. All right, ladies, have a great week and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? 
Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.